My name is Benjamin Mueller, and you're listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. Forge Leadership Network mentors, trains, and connects young conservatives ages 18 to 25, equipping them to lead in politics, culture, and business. For more information or to get involved, visit forgeleadership.org. We have Sarah from State Policy Network. Sarah, how are you doing? Hey, Jeremiah. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing excellent. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Adam. Hey, Sarah. How are you? Oh, good. It's good to see you guys. Yeah. Great. Well, I'll go ahead and launch into things. It's nice to see you all. Um, I My name is Sarah Keenan, and I work for the State Policy Network. Can you give me a little hand wave if you've ever heard of us before? Okay, so those are the favorite people. Good to know. Just kidding. And I'm going to talk to you a little about uh, in eight minutes, I guess, tonight about um, opportunities to work in public policy that aren't just at the federal level. Um, And I hope that by the end of these eight minutes, I've convinced you to feel inspired enough to maybe expand your horizons to think about what that would look like. So before I jump into what SPN is and what we do, I want to tell you a little bit about my story. I um, came, I went to college like everybody mostly does. And in my introduction to politics class, I remember at that point in my life, I pretty much didn't know very much about politics. Uh, I liked the idea of working in government on some level, but really didn't know anything about foundation of philosophy or, or um, anything, any of those big concepts. And one of the things that we were forced to read was Plato's Republic. And I remember trudging through this incredibly difficult, painful reading experience. And, but there was this nugget of truth and interesting that kind of really hit me. And it it's this phrase, it's this quote from Plato the Republic that says, the price that good men pay for indifference to public affairs is to be ruled by evil men. And I still have it. It's in that bigger frame right over there. And this is what pushed me into thinking about going into the political world, going into um, things, Ruth, I love it too, now, uh, going into policy. And I thought, not on my watch. If I'm any kind of good person, I will stand in the gap. And so there launched my career, storied career into policy. Cut to me interning on the on Capitol Hill and finding myself sorting through lots of constituent mail and not really feeling like I was like bringing the justice that I thought that I as a good person I was called, you know, I was like, I'm a good person and I'm in politics. But what? Why aren't people like, you know, better yet? So it takes a long slog. But what I can say is from my years of working in the policy and politics sphere, it can be extremely rewarding. And most people, when they hear that expression, they tend to think of federal policy. And it's incredibly important. And this season, is proving that more than ever how important those federal questions are uh, to who we are as a nation and how we govern ourselves. But they're not the only questions. And in fact, um, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my journey is just how much policy really does affect people's lives. And we really do need 
not just good people, but wise people, that's the bit that Plato leaves out, is that the price that wise people pay for indifference to public affairs is to be ruled by evil men. And so public policy affects people at the federal level, but also very much so at the state level, and even more so in a lot of ways. And that is a little bit of why State Policy Network exists. We are a connector organization for state-based policy groups across the country, and we connect them together to help the leaders in those organizations be better leaders, run better organizations, so that the people in their states and their communities can have better lives, period. The whole point of working in public policy is not to get ahead, is not to make yourself more important, but to help people live better, freer, more thriving lives. Um, and it doesn't matter what political spectrum you come from, you can be a Republican, a Democrat, an Independent, and still acknowledge that public policy really has that effect on people. So what we do is we help primarily, most of the groups refer to themselves as state think tanks, although that that term think tank has um, had a lot of different and evolving changes over the years, but we mostly work with state policy groups. So let me show you instead of telling you who we are. So if you wanna learn more about us, you can always go to our website, spn.org, and you can kind of check out the groups that we work with. Let's see, so if you wanna learn about what are the state groups in your state, you can click on your state and you will find that group. Right now, I live in Maine. So if I click on Maine, I see the Maine Policy Institute. And this will bring me to what they're working on, what they, their top three issues are, what their purpose is, and it gives me a whole bunch of information. We have about 65 state-based groups in our network, but that doesn't include the over 100 other network organizations that we have uh, like the groups in our network include the big heavy hitters that you guys know, like AAI and Heritage, um, but it also includes small issue-based groups on education choice and healthcare and lots of different groups. A lot of people know us because of our annual meeting, and that is where the whole network kind of gets together to have one big party slash family reunion slash strategy meeting. Um, when there's not a global pandemic going on, that conference tends to attract about 1,300 people. And so we really try to, at the same time that we are developing leaders and helping durable organizations thrive in states, um, we also try to be a connector and convener organization so that people can think strategically together. Okay, so that's a little bit about us. Has anything I said been confusing or not made sense to anyone? Does anyone have any questions so far? Great, okay. So um, if you're curious, cool, cool, that's great, Sarah. So how do I get a job or an internship? anywhere. Um, cool. So some things that you can do are you can go to our website and actually click on directory, which is how I got here. And then you can go to find the state-based organization in your state. You might, in Missouri, there's the Show Me Institute. There's also the Freedom Center of Missouri. Get to know those state policy groups in your state if you don't already and see what kind of issues matter to them, see what kind of 
opportunities exist in those organizations and go from there. And then I would say specifically, uh, if you're really looking for a job, the thing that you can do is go to spn.org jobs and um, you can look at our jobs board and you can see all the different uh, opportunities available across the network, both at the state-based groups and in some of these national organizations as well. As well. If you are looking for specific things for yourself, we also have, how do I do this? Mm, this is not ideal. Well, if you look, if you go to our website and you put in the search bar Generation Liberty Fellowship, that is an application that you can sign up to get a stipend to go to our annual meeting for free. It's kind of like Forge, like mini miniature version. Um, we also have our ongoing intern net, which is a really great virtual opportunity and is, they're still accepting applications. So I can share that with everybody over online. So extended my time. Thank you guys so much. And I hope to see you all soon. Thanks so much for, for joining. Next up on the docket is Madison from Family Research Council. Welcome, Madison. Thank you. Thank you. Can everyone hear me? Am I good? Yes. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Jeremiah, so much for inviting me tonight. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you all. As they mentioned, I work at Family Research Council, and I just recently stepped into the position of Director of Student Interns at FRC. So I don't know if some of you may have interacted with my predecessor, Marcus, who is absolutely fantastic, or you might have heard from some of my other colleagues like Joseph Blackholm or David Clausen. I think some, uh, I think both of them might have spoken at the summit that you all attended in this, this summer. Great. Okay. Yeah. I've seen some nods. Yeah, they're all fantastic. So hopefully you have a good idea of um, what FRC does, but just to make sure everyone's aware, we are a nonprofit education and research organization that focuses on the issues of life, religious liberty, and family policy. A little bit about my journey. I attended Liberty. I think we might have a few fellow flames out there that came up to DC with the Washington Fellowship and interned in the events department at FRC. And then from that summer, I was hired onto our development team, and that's where I've been working the last several years. And then this last few months, I stepped in as the interim director and now director of student interns, which I'm just so excited about the internship. I, I say that summer with FRC was really my 180 degree summer. It truly changed my life. And I'm just very passionate about this program. I'm so excited to continue to be a part of it. But with that said, I am recently into this position. So you guys are kind of my guinea pigs on my elevator speech for the internship program. So just bear with me. If you have any questions, please reach out or flag me down. But to give you a little bit of info about the internship, our mission at FRC is to advance faith, family, and freedom in public policy and the culture from a biblical worldview. And one of the ways that we think that we can accomplish this mission is to invest in the next generation, which is you guys. So our program is 12 to 15 weeks for both undergraduate and graduate students. And I think that applies to all of you. And during that time, we just hope to help you grow both personally and professionally and are just a springboard for wherever you know, the Lord calls you next. And there are a variety of departments that you can be placed in. I wrote those down, so I make sure to 
to cover them all for you today. One is our administration department, which is you would just, you know, learn the day-to-day operations of how a nonprofit is run. Is that something that interests you? We have our brand advancement department, um, and that would include our, our daily radio program, our Washington Watch with Tony Perkins, graphic design, video marketing, digital media, social media, all kinds of good stuff. Our communications team, which handles all of our media relations efforts. Our development team, which is my old stomping grounds, which is our fundraising and partner efforts. Our events team, which is pretty self-explanatory, but maybe some of you listened or tuned into our Values Voter Summit a few weeks ago, and that's an example of an event that you would be working on. Our FRC Action Team, which is the legislative affiliate of FRC, and they educate and influence elected officials. Our Government Affairs Team, which they track legislation on the, the state and the local level. And then our policy department, which Ruth, she's on tonight. Ford student is a rock star policy intern for us right now. We love her. But policy, that's pretty broad. We do a lot of that. And that's the development of public policy from a Christian worldview. And so we have some specialties. If you, you know, did apply and want to intern in our policy department that you could do a more narrow focus in. And those would include life culture and women's advocacy, marriage and family, religious liberty, international religious freedom, bioethics, and then Christian ethics and worldview. So, so those are a few of the departments that you have the choice of interning in. And so on top of you know, receiving hopefully hands-on experience in these different fields, we also offer free housing, which if you've been in DC and experienced to rent, that's, that's huge. $400 per month stipend. And then we also do these weekly seminars called Careers and Callings, where we bring in outside conservative leaders to speak to interns to hopefully just give you an opportunity to network with other organizations and just hear about different callings that people are experiencing on their life. And we also offer biblical worldview training. So we, we look at different topics and we look at them through a biblical lens and just try to better understand why we believe what we believe and hopefully help learn how to better articulate that in conversation, you know, whether that is in, you know, a workplace or, you know, as a stay-at-home mom with your kids, um, training them up. And then right now, we're not really doing our FRC speaker series due to COVID, but that's another opportunity that hopefully will be back up and running soon in future internships. So yeah, so I know you guys probably are mainly interested in our spring and summer internships. And so I did want to just give you those dates. Our spring internship dates are January 4th through April 16th. And I can also send this in a follow-up email as well. So don't worry about catching it. And we do have a rolling application for both spring and fall. With that said, I'm working on finalizing spring right now. So I would encourage you if you're interested in spring to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and fill out our application. And then our summer dates, are May 17th through August 6th. And summer typically is more competitive for us. So we do have a deadline for that, which is March 6th, which again, if you're interested in summer, I would go ahead and get your application in because it's always better to be ahead of the curve. And then if you're just interested in fall 2021, the dates for that are September 7th through December 3rd. And you can go and find our application at frc.org slash internship. So I think that's a pretty good overview, but if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out. Adam and Jeremiah, please feel free to pass along my contact information. I would love to dive in deeper with you guys. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Madison, for, for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Forge Leadership Podcast. If you liked the show, please drop a review in our podcast app and be sure to subscribe for all our latest episodes. You can follow Forge Leadership Network at Forge Leadership on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about Forge programming, please visit forgeleadership.org.